This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Friday energy. I get all these gifts from Tom DeCelestino, the executive producer, people tap dancing or cheering or throwing a thumbs up or whatever it is, and I get to come on the radio, prepare for Bum of the Week, tell you about Buy or Sell, Nick Costos becoming a Friday regular, our buddy, Odyssey Gambling Insider, and some random athletes are throwing, they're not really random, some respected athletes are randomly throwing shade at Kyler Murray, which is always fun. All of those things are coming up on the show. As always, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios, whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. The phone number on the show, 855-212-4CBS, Twitter, Sports Rider, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Thursday night football game, Bengals win 27-15, Dolphins fall 3-1, Cincinnati reclaims its season, and all of those things take a second really a back seat, well behind the ugliness of Tua Tungavailoa's injury situation stretching back to his game last week, not that many days ago, obviously short and weak. If you missed Thursday Night Football, if you didn't see Tua hitting the ground again in the second quarter, clearly a head injury, what for most of us who have the ability to reason beyond the NFL and the Dolphins' garbage that they have spewed in our direction, it certainly appears to be the second head injury in, what, five days. If you didn't see it, if you missed Thursday Night Football, frankly, you're lucky. Most of sports, and that's part of the reason they're awesome, are captivating and interesting and water cooler talk. And when you miss them, it happens, right? Kids got a recital, you fall asleep. Your wife wants to celebrate her birthday, whatever, whatever's going on. I actually didn't have to celebrate my wife's birthday yesterday. I got to watch the game. But whatever it is, and you miss something, you feel like you've missed out. Didn't miss out yesterday. Unless you're really into hypocrisy and lies and major, major corporations like the National Football League and the Dolphins spewing a whole bunch of garbage in your direction and asking to pretend that they're flowers and roses and puppy dogs and rainbows. Here's the deal. Here's what happened yesterday. And by the way, shame on on Amazon, too, Thursday Night Football, for not addressing what happened with Tua at halftime like they should have. And over the course of that game, when it went down in the second quarter, like they should have. The context of the situation. 
it's not just that Tua yesterday got hurt, was forced out of the game in the second quarter, clearly had what appeared to be, and it turned out to be a concussion in yesterday's game. It's the context, and it's required and it's necessary. In the game on Sunday, not that many days ago for the Dolphins, a game that they won, a huge game against the Buffalo Bills, a big game for the ratings of the National Football League, Tua, again, went down, appeared to hit his head. And remember, on the Sunday game, a few days ago, five days ago, he sort of wobbled, if you saw it, when he got up, to the point where when they let him return to the game, when they let him play, not only were amateur armchair doctors like you and me, I'm not a doctor, but that doesn't mean I can't be a a concerned human being. Not only are people like me worried, the NFL Players Association launched a formal investigation. It's ongoing, by the way, and that's what they, they let us know about yesterday. They tweeted out, still ongoing investigation, disagreeing with the NFL's approach to two on Sunday. The conclusion of people watching, the concern of the Players Association, and just... As a former player put it, what just feels like common sense from five days ago was that Tua shouldn't have been back in that game against Buffalo. Let him to the win, let him to the comeback, but it looked like what we used to see in the past. It looked like those moments where the National Football League and the team, in this case the Dolphins, look the other way, do everything they can to take their protocols. And we don't know how they work. We're not in those rooms. We're not with the doctors. But the idea that we should give the benefit of the doubt to the NFL and to the teams in the NFL, in this case specifically the Dolphins, to do the right thing, go out the window on Sunday. I'm not even getting to last night yet. I will. When Tua comes in and he's wobbling and it looks like he shouldn't play. Oh, but it's a big game. And the consequences of being told things that we all know aren't true. It's one of my, it's a huge pet peeve for me, but it goes well beyond that. Is the comfort zone that the powerful, whether it's bad bosses, I've had them in the past, or the National Football League, or the Miami Dolphins have, and telling us things that aren't true, and expecting us to take it, treating us like we're stupid or we're weak. And that's what it is as a consumer, as a football fan. It catches up to folks, and it did yesterday, because to his injury yesterday, what really looked like a guy who was already in a concussion state, who should not have been playing, who should not have been on Thursday Night Football, despite the fact it's a big game for all the reasons we've learned about concussions over the last 10 years, came into horrific view when Tua went down in yesterday's game against the Bengals in the second quarter. And you had to see it, but it's like his arms locked up. And it looked awful. And there was such a kaleidoscope of hypocrisy and the fear of addressing the obvious yesterday in that game and after that game, that it was a perfect and ugly and hard-to-watch advertisement for why there has to be a better system in place, a more transparent system, a more trustworthy system to protect these players. And it's not just me. The Players Association's all over this. It's not just the chattering classes. It's former players who are out there who are saying some version of, what the hell, we're not idiots. He shouldn't have been in the game in the first place. Give me a break. Here's an example. I'm going to play Mike McDaniel for, for in a second, head coach of the Dolphins. Towing the company line. I like the guy, by the way, but towing the company line, that is to say, saying things that certainly seem like not only are they clearly false, but it sure feels like he knows they're false, if you had to guess. But before that, how about Thursday Night Football? And the fear that organizations have in talking about the National Football League and getting sideways with them. That's a real thing. The NFL throws its weight around with its partners, 
And that means that the NFL is as responsible for Tua being in that game, in my opinion, as the NFL is responsible for Thursday Night Football during halftime, not talking about the fact that Tua had a concussion scare on Sunday, that many of us thought he had a concussion on Sunday, that it was a questionable reality that he came back into the game, and once he came into the game on Sunday, they weren't going to be able to put him in concussion protocols in a serious way and keep him out of this game because it would have raised questions about what the hell was he doing against Buffalo. They were throwing good money after bad, only it's not money, it's the health of someone like Tua Tungavailoa. And Thursday Night Football, not being willing to talk about it, and I'm sure if you're on Twitter, like, like most of us, you saw Twitter go bonkers over this. The outrage, the anger, the frustration, the consternation, it takes a lot. I'm just going to get political here for a second. It's not political, I'm going to make a, an observation about our time, which is political. It takes a lot to unify America. It really does. We are at each other's throats. We disagree on everything. It's been a tough couple of years. The fact that everybody, whoever you voted for, whatever your worldview is, whatever, everybody was united in the idiocy of Thursday Night Football, in the fear of Thursday Night Football, and really it's Thursday Night Football trying to continue the farce the Dolphins and the NFL have foisted on us and foisted on Tua, and at least in the moment made it look like Tua was seriously injured. That was hard to swallow. Now, I know I'm supposed to lean into and give you the news. Like, well, the good news is because Tua was taken to a hospital on a stretcher, taken off the field on a stretcher, taken to a local Cincinnati hospital. And the good news is supposed to be, and I, I hope it is, God, I hope it is, the good news is supposed to be Tua discharged from the hospital. He's okay. What was the, the quote that was supposed to meant to reassure us but actually made everybody angry, including me? Oh, he's got, he's got, he's got feeling all of his extremities. Cool. The fact that was under review means maybe the guy shouldn't have been playing, guys. The fact that he was released and flew home with the team yesterday to Miami is supposed to reassure us. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't reassure me at all. Because you know whose word I have to take for all of these things? The Dolphins and the National Football League. And, and the NFL's reach and influence is so strong that Amazon's coverage, and by the way, it's an incredible product up until that moment. In the first quarter and the second quarter until Tua got hurt, I was sitting there thinking to myself, this is really good. They're doing a really nice job. Their inability, and I saw some of this because us journalists, and I'm one too, can, we can fall into that self-righteous if only a journalist had been a part of the, the halftime preparations. This wouldn't have happened. That's not the issue. I don't know the makeup of the team that does Thursday Night Football's halftime show. I don't know. But I know TV, and I'm telling you, there's journalists that work there. Trust me. The issue is they, they didn't want to deal with it. They didn't know how to handle it in the moment. They were afraid of the NFL because the NFL – in my opinion, and in the Players Association's suspicion, very well may have known that Tua was put in a situation on Sunday where he shouldn't have been in. But it worked out, and they beat Buffalo, and we've done this before. Let's maybe roll the dice again. And he goes in yesterday, and then he hits the ground, he hits his head, and the farce to me that he had a back injury and an ankle, an ankle injury. He's not wobbling because he has an ankle injury. Give me a break, guys. And that's the line that they pushed. And we're still pushing after the game. Now, I understand that that if, and it's an if, I don't know. I just don't trust the NFL or the Dolphins. But if the NFL is full of it, and if the Dolphins are full of it, and if many of us, as many of us suspect, Tua should not have been playing, you're not going to have Mike McDaniels, the head coach, or anyone come out and say, you know what, to be honest, we tried to pull a fast one on Sunday. Bills was a big game. But that was a mistake. You're, you're not going to hear that. I understand that means that Mike McDaniels, if this theory, if all the outrage all of us felt yesterday and that rolls into today is based on the truth, if the NFL is lying, if the Dolphins are full of it, I know the Dolphins head coach isn't going to come out and just say, you got us. That doesn't change the fact 
that they endangered, if we're right, to his health. It doesn't change the fact that there's real reason to question the National Football League and their willingness, it's not ability, willingness to protect their own players. Remember, this is a league that for a long time tried to push the narrative that concussions weren't a real problem and that were so compelling in that that many of you who listen for a long time are like, yeah, no, no, it's not a real thing. And and I'm not going to try to pick on him, but I am gonna, my buddy Brady Papinga. We have a clip somewhere in the system. Try like, well, what is what is CTE? This was such a talking point for the National Football League that for a long time it became something that was debatable. And we now know it's not. It's a real concern for players, obviously. And, and so I'm not going to give Mike McDaniels, head coach of the Dolphins, the benefit of the doubt or credit or sympathy when after the game he was asked a very pointed question by a reporter. Good job, journalist. The question was, are you sure? Can you assure us? Is there no doubt? And believe me, we're all listening with skepticism. Is there no doubt that Tua was concussion-free? And to me, this rings hollow, the Dolphin head coach's response. Yeah, otherwise we would have reported him having a head injury. I mean, that's that's why the NFL has these protocols. Um, and there's not, like every single NFL game that is played, um, there's an independent specialist that specializes in the specialty of brain matter. So, um, yeah, the, um, for me, as long as I'm coaching here, um, if there's in, uh, you know, I'm not going to fudge that whole that whole situation. If there's um, any any sort of inclination that someone has a concussion, they go into the concussion protocol and it's very strict without, without, um, yeah, if people don't vary or stray, we, I, we don't mess with that, never have, and I, as long as I'm the head coach, that will never be. Um, an issue that you guys have to worry about. I hope that's true, but I'm not buying it for a second. As my, I think my grandfather would have said, that sounds like baloney to me. I don't buy it. And I'm indifferent to the, whether or not Mike McDaniels buys it and believes it. To me, it is a distinction without a difference. To me, it is the head coach, whether he knows it or not, putting it off on the doctors. I don't care about your protocols. I don't care about your system. I don't care about the experts you choose if the outcome is what we saw, right? I don't, I'm not worried about the National Football League and the Miami Dolphins crossing their T's, dotting their I's, and checking their boxes. I'm worried about protecting players like Tua Tungavailoa. And if, you, if you're listening to this and you feel like I'm being a little overwrought and you feel like I'm being a little self-righteous or holier-than-thou, which I know is the accusation when people in Sports Talk Radio take things seriously. All I would say is you should watch Thursday Night Football. You can actually go back and you can rewatch it. And not only did Thursday Night Football bungle the halftime reporting in context of this, they showed to his injury again and again and again and again and again. And I'm just telling you, I'm not the guy that normally watches those things. I'm an NBA writer at night reporter, insider, I've never seen Paul George break his leg from the Olympics years ago. I can go injury by injury by injury. I won't watch those things. I don't I don't like those things. See it live once. If I see it, I see it. But I kept watching the Tua thing because I wanted to make sure. And that was before I kind of got onto the Twitter thing and the outrage and the group, the group thing, which can be right sometimes, by the way. Zeitgeist guys can be right. Just watching it, to me, obvious he wasn't okay. 
And so I went back and I watched last week's. And to me, and some of those links were out there today and some of the coverage, including CBSSports.com's newsletter, watched Sunday's injury. It didn't look like a back injury to me. Not a doctor, but a guy getting up and wobbling and five days later not being able to move his arms properly and t- being taken off on a stretcher. It, it, I, you don't have to be Einstein. You don't have to be a mathematician. You don't have to be a neurosurgeon to, to feel like you know 5 plus 5 is 10. Shame on the NFL. Shame on the Miami Dolphins. Shame to a degree on Thursday Night Football and, and send the absolute best wishes to, to Utunga Bailoa. 855-212-4CBS. If you have a take, if you have a perspective, we will take your phone calls. You can always tweet at us, Sports Rider Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Um, all right, we'll, we'll give the... There was a football game. We'll, we'll talk about that a, a little bit. Mentioned that the Bengals won. It's a big win for, for Cincinnati. Joe Burrow looked good. We'll hit that a little bit. We've got some shade randomly, viciously, maybe accurately, thrown at Kyler Murray. All that coming up next here on, on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Happy Friday. Bill Ryder with you. 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. Let's go to Boise. Ty is on the line. Ty, appreciate you listening, buddy. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, Bill? Um, you know, I just wanted to talk about two, and I think you hit it on the head. Uh, Amazon should be, like, ashamed of themselves. You know, they, they didn't play it just once, twice, or even three times. They played that hit and his state uh, after he got hit. They played it, like, almost ten times, I want to say, and – I mean, this guy's got family, and that's just, it's insane that they would even show it more than once, to be honest. But uh, that's all I got on that. I also wanted to bring up Cheez-Its, man. So <laughs> a few weeks ago, you were talking about Cheez-Its, and you said that you like the uh, the burned ones. Am yeah. I wrong? Love them. So, You're right. So now prepare yourself and blow your mind here. All right. Extra toasty Cheez-Its. It's all your Cheez-Its that you like, the little burn ones, in one bag. They sell this. This is they a real sell, thing. They sell this, correct. 
Wow, you have your have your wife pick up you a box of extra toasty cheeses, get your favorite beer, and you'll be in heaven, my man. Hell yeah, Ty. Thank you, buddy. Lori, if you're listening, I know you are. I already got the Budweiser. Just need the extra. And, and D-Cell, apparently you dodged a bullet there that I'm now bringing back to the conversation. Ooh, now I'm regretting the, telling you about it off the air during the commercial break. <laughs> What did Ty, Ty had another point he wanted to make about you? Yeah, Ty in Boise, I think back when we were talking about Cheez-Its a few weeks ago, Ty had called in and apparently either, you know, I didn't put his call through, we didn't get to his call, he was not pleased with me, he wanted to get on the air to tell you about those wow. burnt Cheez-Its. It's a good, it was a good call by Ty, yeah, he, he wanted uh, you to be... Yeah, he nominated me for Bum of the Week. I mean, I'm, I'm writing it down. I don't love it, even if I really, really do love it in a serious way. Um, th- Ty, thank you for the call. And I love the burnt Cheez-Its thing. Uh, speaking of burns, in a different kind of way. My kids love the expression burn now. I'll walk up to my son and be like, hey, how, how are you? Your face burn! I think that was, that was the exchange <laughs> yeah, when I picked him, up at, um, picked him up at school. By the way, I forgot to ask our boss. I'm going to ask him about, about the, the, the Henry exchange I had. That you, but I asked another program director that I'm friends with, and he said, no problem. So I'm just telling you. I'm just. I'm like, oh, we got a real worry ward over here in D cell. Anyway, speaking of Burns, I, I love this. Uh, I am the I am athlete podcast. Lashawn McCoy, Brandon Marshall are on it, and it's candid, which is which is really refreshing. Now, I'm going to play a clip. You're gonna, you're going to hear Brandon Marshall talking, and he's talking about DeAndre Hayden, and they're talking NBA obviously about about the Suns big man being unhappy. And the voice that jumps in with some real fire is LaShawn McCoy's, and he just takes it to a very anti-Kyler Murray place, which I found fascinating, and I think you will too. You know how we talk about Kyler Murray? It's like he's streaming. Should he be studying, doing that? That's who Aiton is. He's trash. Aiton, no. But Aiton played his role. You're like Aiton. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, you, your example, and I'm saying that the player you use is trash. Kyler Murray? Trash. Wow. I over He put like a he put like high school player. Runs around. <laughs> I, think, I think he's overhyped. Runs backwards. He does a circle, the ballerina circle, then goes left, goes right, turns all the way around again, then looks for a wide receiver. He's trash. That's so not how you Mahomes, play quarterback. So Mahomes can do. He ain't that. Mahomes. He uh, Kyler. Look, I, I'm a Kyler Murray skeptic. I'm worried that the fade we have seen the last few seasons. I think most notably last year when. If I'm doing this right, if I'm remembering correctly, the Cardinals started 8-1, and one, and Kyler Murray would have been the MVP if it was a nine-game season. He and they fell off a cliff and were awful that that is who he is. I think, Cell, the story about the fact that Kyler Murray had a clause in his contract to study was problematic, but the real warning sign or the, the even larger flashing lights of a warning sign was that he felt the feels so much about it that they had to take it out? Can you imagine? I mean, if they put that clause in Peyton Manning's contract. Peyton Manning would probably be annoyed, but would just pick whatever, man. You got a contract in there. I got to. I got to throw the football too. I mean, it's, this is obvious stuff. I'll, I'll get it done. I'll do it. I to hear Lashawn McCoy, who can't have any personal beef with Kyler Murray. It's not like they went up against each other and had some issue. Call him trash. That is not a good sign for Arizona fans. There's something to it. That seems really over the top. And I, th- I think there was a good point right at the very, very end of that clip. What separates Patrick Mahomes doing it? And don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing the two. What, 
But we know that we know that well, the play that they're he's referring, good at football. But we know the play that they're referring to that touchdown at the end of the game against the Raiders, if I'm not mistaken, where he danced around in the pocket after the play broke down for about 12 seconds, and then somehow scrambled into the end zone. What's the difference when Kyler does that versus when Mahomes does that? Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen, has won a Super Bowl, has been to two, and has made the AFC Championship game, and every season he's played, I think, is the difference. But then why do we knock, then, Kyler Murray when he gets a touchdown out of a broken play? Like, why is that not how you play quarterback? Well, I think I can point you to many people who have gotten touchdowns out of broken plays, including, for example, Tim Tebow and Jay Cutler, and I would, I, I don't know if that is the, for me... A single or several is the standard of excellence. No, I don't think anyone's doubting that he's that Murray's talented or that he's athletic. I think that's the other part of the clip that's interesting. He plays like a high school quarterback, meaning he uses his superior athleticism to operate in a way that actually limits his growth and his success. Trash. Bogus, who, hi, Andrew. Who's the last person you called trash out loud? <laughs> On purpose and meant it? Yeah. Yeah, or didn't mean it. Yeah. No, it was not you, Diesel. That, that you won't even look me in the eye right now. I'll look in the eye right now, and I look, and I'll see your face on my screen too. Oh, double you look. call me trash. <gasps> I don't say mean things about you. I like you. I want to be your friend. That feels like the company line. No, you are the most it's reality, Diesel. You're so negative, man. <laughs> Seriously. I know we went pretty daddy for your nickname, but your wife's <sighs> Eeyore. Spot on. Spot yeah. on. Look, you look good. You're wearing a hoodie. You have a very Rocky Balboa thing going on. You're a good-looking cat. I'm not, but I swore it was funny. Like I, that, it was. It was. And my wife probably would approve it. She married you. I would really assume not. I don't know. I don't. It's been three years since the wedding. I don't know, <laughs> buddy. I've been married a while. <laughs> Give it eight or nine years, and then you'll be an eyesore. <laughs> I, I, pro- I, I promise you. Uh, Bogus, do you want to weigh in? Uh, you were gone yesterday. You were doing some, I think, was it Mets post game the That's night before? Correct, yes. Which, which is awesome. Congratulations. Good stuff. Good stuff Thank for Mets fans. Uh, how, what is it, six games left, up one game? Is that where we are against the Braves? Yeah, but more importantly, three games in Atlanta, maybe starting tonight with that one-game lead. That is, that is important. And I've got I've got um, nobody on either of those teams in my fantasy championship showdown against Duke Kovacs, so not as important to me. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're still playing. Everyone wants Stu to lose. Not Klug out. But that's the thing. It's tough. It is hard. Yeah. Um, can I – we had a pretty controversial – segment this hour yesterday I, I know you love controversy so I'm going to pull you in um, I made the statement sort of randomly that Gatorade is not as good as Powerade, D-Cell freaked out and then a lot of people came to my defense on the old Twitter and, and D-Cell was a little shook are you emotional are you opinionated one way or another on the Powerade versus Gatorade debate. No, it's not like Coke versus Pepsi for me. I'm a Coke guy, true and true. Me, me too. I don't, the only time I've, I'm not against Pepsi, but I don't actively choose Pepsi, and probably the last time I drank is because the restaurant I was at only served Pepsi products. I'm against Pepsi. I can't drink it. Uh, I Take it or leave it. Gatorade, Powerade, doesn't matter to me. I don't think either one is really that much better or that much worse, so I can't really jump in here on this one. I mean, it really, I'm still getting tweets about it. I woke up this morning at 4 in the morning to a few tweets about Thursday Night Football and several about Powerade, D-Cell. I didn't know they still made Powerade. I don't yeah, see did. it anywhere. I don't see it anywhere. 
That's true. I don't go anywhere. Yeah, they don't make it in your living room. That's a great point. If I'm not carrying it, you're not going to see it. If I can't see it from my couch, it doesn't exist. It is. Um. It is a. It it is now a a a uh, a rule that every time that I see Powerade, I'm going to buy one because I like it, and I'm going to toast you, D Cell, and I'm going to send you a photo. I'll do the same with Gatorade. I'm going to. But I see Gatorade's everywhere. Yes, because th- people like Gatorade. People here's enjoy my, drinking it. Here's my theory. Here's my theory, Bogish. Here's my here's my theory. I think it's a marketing win for Gatorade, not a taste victory. And I'm starting to see this with my ten year old, who will come up to me. You know, he'll he'll we'll watch some TV show together, right? And some commercial will come on, and a day later, he will tell me how much he wants to insert whatever whatever commercial he saw. And it, it, it hits me how successful those things are at just influencing how, what people want. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I could definitely tell the difference between Coke and Pepsi, Sprite and 7-Up. I could break all—I don't know. Well, you the, can tell—like, if I gave you a Sprite 7-Up test, you could you would know. I think so, yeah. But I don't know that I, I do not have the same confidence in Gatorade versus Powerade. Now, I know that Gatorade has more flavors— so that would be a tip-off, but they taste nothing alike. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm with Diesel. I think I think Powerade tastes much better. <laughs> I don't know that I have to be able to tell you which one is which. Maybe I could, but right now I don't have the confidence that I do for Coke versus Pepsi. I don't think I could do a Sprite Seven Up test. It is is what would the giveaway be? I haven't had Seven Up in a long time, to be honest. Yeah, I think Sprite's a little a little sh- more sugary than Seven Up is. In my because memory, the, the I really hope Pepsi doesn't doesn't do doesn't advertise with with, with Odyssey. If they do, I apologize. Um, <laughs> Diesel gets so nervous. I could pass a Coke Pepsi test because the Coke I would drink and the Pepsi I would spit out. So that's how I would know. No, Pepsi's not like that. No, it's actually I'm sure it tastes good. I grew up in a Coca Cola home where my mom only drank Coke, so Coke tastes like my childhood, and Pepsi tastes like a stranger's house. <laughs> it does. I'm sure it tastes fine. It's just not part of my uh, part of my deal. Um, Andrew, we have an hour and a half on this, but is there anyone you want to nominate for Bum of the Week? I'm just trying to collect collect some names. Mm. Anybody you're interested in? I feel like this came up earlier in the week, and you told me to save it for Ooh. for this, but now I can't remember. So let me Ooh. go back to the drawing board. I oh. remember what it was. Oh, it wasn't you. It was your son's Little League facility <gasps> for not That's using right. real grass. Right. Did you bring us some names? I was I was asked not to name names in case it, these names because people are listening like this is like it's not just the three of us having a conversation. I probably already said too much, and I wouldn't want to be blacklisted in my community because we spoke out about against the football field. One of the things about radio that I think you have to do, or I guess I do, is it, it just becomes a conversation with friends and D cell and. Um, <laughs> I didn't say Come it. On, man. I didn't say it. Already, you've already told me we're not friends. I already got nominated for bum of the week from a listener. No, we it's took his call I, on the air. Like this is a rough I, segment. This was I supposed joke to be a rough I love. segment for Kyler Murray, not me. I, I joke because I love. You're more than a friend. You're, you're like family, D cell. That was what that meant. But anyway, I sometimes operate like no one's listening. But I once did in a tennis match have a terrible experience with a guy. And just beat him and told the story on the air, assuming, like, this guy, random L.A. guy. We're not on in L.A. Like, this guy, I mean, the Odyssey app is everywhere, so I probably should be aware of that because the free Odyssey app is awesome. And um, 
he definitely heard it. He just definitely randomly heard it. And the next time we played tennis was really, really awkward. So I, 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 now the awkwardness worked. He played like garbage, and I leaned into it. So I just destroyed him. But the point <laughs> is, your instincts are probably, Thank are probably you. right. Yes. Thank you. Like we at night, we were on in Oklahoma City. It might have been the home of the Thunder. And it turned out that the continuous, accurate bashing of Sam Presti's phoniness, at least with me, had an impact on on uh, sort of interactions with the Thunder organization. So I get, right? I understand. Like, for, like another example, Chris Paul being not a great guy in my interactions definitely has been an issue the few, when, when Chris Paul's been pitched to me a couple times. Where I've had to tell the PR person, just tell him it's Bill Ryder, and then if, I'll yes, I'll do it. If, if you're, <laughs> yeah, and then it comes back. In. We're gonna pass. Thank you so much. Okay, sounds. <laughs> so I get you. So you don't want to nominate like Joe, you know, Smithfield from the Long Island Little League. Yeah, no. Two A. No, no, no. We're not naming names. We're not getting any more specific than we already did. Let me give out his email address. No, I don't think so. No, don't okay. call your congressperson and complain. Got it, got it. Uh, Diesel, my good friend, any, any, my, my buddy, my, my pal, anything else uh, Anything else you want me to hit before before we, uh, we, we, we get to something else? No, I've been hit enough times in this segment already. <laughs> I'm, I would like to end it. Okay. You, do, you are dressed like Rocky, so maybe that's why. I, you're in like a boxing, you're kind of like a boxing hoodie. It looks good, though. No, no, you're, these are not compliments. When you to compliment, look like you're a boxer? When you compliment me... And bogus on our wardrobe. They're not actually compliments. But bogey, do you see what I'm saying with the gray sort of? What am I trying to say here? The the, the hoodie, and it just looks like you being a boxing gym, doesn't it? It looks athletic, and yeah. I know he's not going to believe me. But when I saw him this morning, I didn't say it out loud. Oh, here we go. go. Oh, I didn't say it nice, out loud. That's a nice hoodie. It is a nice hoodie. It looks. It's a different look. Is normally you're wearing the the collared shirts with a little gator on it, with a little with a little crocodile, and this is a little sportier and. You know, I, I think this is not a youth pastor accidental put down. Jab, cross, you, jab, jab, cross, cross, jab. Yeah. Yeah, it feels one, really two, one, genuine, two, let one, me tell two. you. I mean, some of this might be because I watched Madeline, my daughter, and I, when Henry goes to sleep, my son, to, we have a we watch an hour of Only Murders in the Building, this Hulu show that's excellent every night, just kind of daddy-daughter time. And we watched the finale, and there's a half of it takes place in a boxing gym randomly, and the guy was wearing a gray hoodie. Um, so, yeah, like, maybe that's part of it, but, like, you look good. He was a bad guy, though. You're not. You're a good guy. You are. All right, all right. I'll take I'll take what I can get on this show. I think you look excellent. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Um, there is another flashing siren alarm concern for the Broncos, it's that they're not even favored against the 0-3 Raiders. We're going to get to that game and a few others when we come back with my best friend, Tom DeCelestino, after a CBS Sports Radio update from my other best friend, Andrew Bogue. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. I've got a story that um, illustrates that I am um, far from the parent of the year. In fact, it may, if I can tell the story, I will be bum of the week. We're efforting permission. d you look very nervous about the permission. I'm efforting permission from the bosses. No, no reason to be nervous. If we get permission, then let's do it. It's a great story. I'm not always a great dad. <laughs> That's kind of those are the those are the deals. All right, let's um let's get the, to the phone lines again. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Lucas is listening in Maryland. Lucas, what up, dude? You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, hi. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Hey, so uh, just actually the big topic, I guess, of conversation is the two uh, concussion protocol system. Um, no doctor, no uh, medical field at all. But on Sunday, it was clearly a concussion, the way he got up and he stumbled to the ground. And then the offensive lineman even tried to, like, stop him from walking off the field. Um, so I don't know how the whole uh, protocol system works at the NFL level, but I do know as a high school coach what their level is. Um, so there's systems that go through. At the end of the day, the head coach never should have put that kid back in the game, never should have allowed him to play again on Thursday. Players are always warriors. They're always going to get back on the field. He should have never let him back on the field. Head coaches like Mike Tomlin, I'm a big Pittsburgh fan, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, wouldn't have let it happen. If you remember years ago, Ryan Clark uh, had that had sickle cell, and he couldn't play in Denver in Mile High because he lost a spleen the last time he played up there because of the low oxygen. Tomlin didn't let him play in the playoff game. He was medically cleared. But it was at the end of the day, he sat that he sat him down and said he couldn't play. That head coach should have never let him back on the field. And now that they're still backpedaling and trying to say that it was a back injury or an ankle injury, not saying that his back didn't get hurt during the thing and it wasn't causing pain, but clearly, and this this actually hurts young kids playing football, going farther and letting parents see it. They they watch it on this live TV. And then they see that, and the NFL is trying to say that they're protecting people with the concussion protocol system, and it was a big letdown. Um, I, I think that's a. I think it's a great point. That's a. I think it's a great call. I think, and I think, thank you for making it. That, and thank you for the call, Lucas. The the point that the NFL reaches into all these homes and influences actual young people. I didn't. I believed, but I didn't understand until my son, who's now ten was at that age where he's really into sports. And it is a great point. It's a great point. And I've got my own kind of experience with this where I can remember my sort of concussion awareness moment where I went from believing it to seeing it was, and I'm going to get the dates wrong, but when I was covering, writing about the NFL all the time, maybe five years ago, when it was the year after, it would have been 2017, I think, the year after Cam Newton and Carolina made the Super Bowl, the opening game was against Denver in Denver, and Cam Newton got a concussion in that game and kept playing, if you remember. And he came he was super late to the press conference, and I was in that press conference, and he was just out of it. And that's not even – I mean, it's not good, 
but he, it was uncomfortable asking him questions. And that wasn't the same thing as watching Tua stumble on Sunday and not be able to get up yesterday. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, by the way, before I forget to tell you, this season for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Monday, Thursday, Sunday nights, the International Series, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, all sponsored by AutoZone, free battery testing, free battery charging, replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Um, the way the show works, the process for the show, I'm, I'm obviously watching sports. I'm consuming them. I'm writing about the NBA and doing TV for, um, for CBS Sports HQ. I'm occasionally talking about other sports topics for CBS news outlets, including sometimes the CBS Evening News. So I'm, I'm I'm following everything. And so is D-Cell. And then we'll exchange sort of notes in the morning, and D-Cell will send an email with what he's thinking about. And D-Cell, you had, I thought, I mean, it's unfortunate for the Broncos, but a pretty interesting, and I know that the Raiders are the home team, but a pretty interesting warning sign, bad sign for for Denver and those of us, myself included, who thought, and I'm, 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 I'm very uncertain now, but who thought Russell Wilson's arrival was going to make the Broncos a, a really, really formidable team. We've been all over the new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. You have been really all over Russell Wilson. Bill, they're two-and-a-half-point dogs against the NFL's only winless team. I mean, how much more do we need to spell it out? There is trouble in Denver. I mean, and you're right. I mean, the, it's so it's a, it's a road game for Denver. Two and a half point dogs on the road is almost a coin flip. It's almost a coin flip, flip at, a, at a neutral venue. And the Raiders are a team that were expected to be good, but they're zero and three. And the thing for me, Diesel, is the Raiders just by history and statistical fact are almost certainly not going to be a playoff team this year. I mean, whatever you want to say about them and their potential, what they were, you know, supposed to be, an zero three team. And I know it's seventeen game season now, and so there is not the the data on. There's an extra game to try and make up an zero and three deficit. And I understand all that, but they're likely not going to be a playoff team. And the Bronco are the Broncos two and one. They are. It's just such an illusion. Russell Wilson has been so bad. Has been has been so unimpressive. The fact that they're an underdog, if they can't win this game. Their season, I won't say it's over, Diesel, but you you certainly start to get to a point where you're really, really worry about the Broncos' ability to live up to expectations. And all of a sudden, the AFC West, which every four years I do this, I don't know why I'm obsessed with the AFC West. I think it's going to be the greatest division, if not of all time. Certainly, you know, in the last few years, the AFC West looks pretty basic again because the Raiders don't look formidable. And if Russell Wilson really is offensively anemic now and just can't be the guy that we thought he was, the Broncos aren't going to be any kind of real threat. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, and they're a little lackadaisical sometimes when they play with their food. And the Chargers have been okay but not great. And the Bosa, Joey Bosa injury is a little disconcerting, not the end of the world. So it's just it's a really interesting test, not just for each of those teams, but the Broncos can roll in there. And if Russell Wilson can break out of whatever, for whatever reason, he's in this this conundrum of of mediocrity. It's not even mediocrity. He's just been he's been poor, and he can look dynamic. All of a sudden, because narrative shifts so early, early in the NFL season, so quickly when it's early in the NFL season, Diesel, the Broncos win the game. All of a sudden, and, and Russ looks good. 
all of a sudden Denver's the Denver we thought we were going to see. But you're right. If they, they're the underdog, and if Vegas is right, if they lose that game, it feels like two teams in the AFC West you don't take seriously we thought we were going to. The AFC West, and this is just to highlight what you just said, tied for the lowest win percentage in all of the NFL, 41.7%. That's this, crazy. This was supposed to be historically good, this division. We thought maybe I'm, maybe four playoff teams. Can I can I go with some sour grapes, which is an expression I think I understand, right? Because you want to eat the grapes, you put them in your mouth, and you're like, now you're mad because you're complaining because the grapes went sour? Is that what I'm... I think so. I'm not a grape guy, but I love raisins. Is that weird? You don't like grapes? Don't like grapes. Do you like wine? I do. I mean, you like grapes. You just like them made the right way. <laughs> yeah. You just like them made the right way. So here's my sour grapes moment. I still think the Chiefs got absolutely hosed on that on that taunting Matt Ryan call that, look, you got to win the game, and they had plenty of opportunities, and they they missed a field goal, and they neglected to take a field goal when they were in range. So there's a lot of things that happened. I still think that the Chiefs, I still believe in, in a, in a very real way. So think about this, dude. Like if the Chiefs lose to the Tampa Bay and they go to 2-2, two and two, I'm, I'm not selling that stock. I'm still in especially the state of the AFC West, as, as you just talked about, as I just talked about. Let's make some money, or try to. Nick Costos, excellent Odyssey Gambling Insider, joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 